What time is it, you say? It's only Kawasi and Teneola time. Welcome to the EFL Sesh podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the EFL Sesh podcast. And one I'm absolutely delighted to say is I'm back, Joe's back, the boys are back, and I'm absolutely <laughs> buzzed to say that. Uh, Joe, how are you, my friend? I'm really well, thank you. And like you say, absolutely buzzing that we're uh, the whole gang's back together. We're all, uh, well, in the same virtual room, um, yeah. patting each other on the back, smiling, drinking pretend pints, although I could change that very quickly. Um yeah, living the dream. Love it. No, it's um, it is really good to be back, and uh, you know, thank you so much for you know manning the fort and and obviously doing a lot of the stuff with the Jay Devru interview, which you know I got to say that went incredibly well, and uh, that was that was awesome. So thank you for doing that, and also the excellent interview you did with Sammy Knott last week, and that was uh, that was really good to see. And uh, yeah, as I said, I, I was pretty much. Uh, pretty much thinking does he actually need me anymore it's so good that i can just uh, <laughs> just step away and joe can just do it on his own so that's uh that's an amazing one but um you know again thank you so much for doing that i am you know personally to the listeners i had um, a family bereavement that i unfortunately had to go through um over the last couple of weeks which has been really really half really tough personally um obviously it's uh I've had to take the time really for myself and make sure that I'm kind of looking after myself and grieving in my own way, but just good to be back in terms of getting back into the pod and uh, giving myself uh, some necessary distractions. So, you know, um, uh, just want to just say for the people that have reached out and, and, you know, the outpouring support has been incredible. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It's uh, it's amazing to, you see the best out in people and when unfortunately these kind of events happen, but, you know, it's certainly given me some, uh, some, necessary light with what you know when it's been a really dark tunnel over the last couple of weeks so yes we'll get rid of the sadness and the stuff and we'll we'll get cracking joe we've um we've got an excellent interview we, uh, we keep getting interviews which blows mm. my mind every single week and like you said last week in the pod like we always you know we've done the game week reviews for weeks and weeks and weeks but we haven't actually done it for weeks and weeks and weeks <laughs> we've had so many uh so many so many guests lined up and mm. um this one is uh, no exception. I I can't wait for it to be totally honest. Mm. It's a uh, you haven't just got one guest, you've got two guests, which it's is double mad. the excitement. Double, double the excitement. Double the excitement. Um, absolutely delighted to say that we've got uh uh Evans Quassi, um Canvey Island, or as Joe would say, boat watcher striker. Yeah, very much looking to hear from him. Um, he's very active on social media, and you know one of the you know very much loved within the Canvey community, which is great. So looking forward to hear about his career. And um, from our, you know, great pod that we did with Jay Devro, again, go back in the archives and listen to it. Definitely well worth a listen. Um, very much uh, he recommended this person. So we have delighted to announce we've got Alex Teneola as well joining the uh, joining the pod. Hashtag United. I don't know if you call him striker, attacking midfielder. You know, he's he's, he's just all-round attacker. Um, and uh, Evans and Alex are very, very good friends. And uh, yeah, it's great that we've got a, a double a double uh, interview slot uh, put in for today, Joe. How excited mm-hmm. are you for this? Well, like, like you said, doubly excited. No, it's going to be quality. I'm I'm really think of all the goals that, that we're uh, 
that we're having on 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 the pod recently. Um, it's gone from zero to however many the guest has scored. So, yeah, hu- hugely looking forward to it and double it because there's two of them. So, absolutely, hundred okay. percent, couldn't agree more. And uh, and obviously, uh, I'm looking forward to hear later about the uh, predictions predictions league because I think Sammy did it mm. on my behalf. So, yeah, he can definitely come again. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Love that. Excellent. Um, and uh, any kind of reactions? I suppose before we get into it, any reactions because we haven't talked about games at all in the last few weeks. Any any reactions over the weekend, Joe, about it? So obviously, Orient got an incredible result away to Oxford at the weekend. So any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what's going on at Orient recently. We're, we're we're losing players like nobody's business to injury, but just keep on keep on winning. I know up until I don't know if it's still true, but up until a week or so ago, we were the most informed team in in League One, which is astonishing um but yeah loving life loving life at the minute as, a, as an O's fan although if Richie Wellens could stop getting himself sent off that would be that would be incredible I mean I'm here for it I love the housery but I'm extremely concerned that that's going to come back to well I mean they're just going to ban him forever like I think yeah. he's now on like a five four five match ban that's yeah that, that's just going to be extended into perpetuity perpetuity making up words um i'm taking the mantle off you andy i've decided that i'm going to be the one who makes words up now um (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah no loving life at the minute it can't 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 stop bringing up the football league to all and sundry um just to shoehorn that in also the perfect zero goal difference yes Love that symmetry. Yeah. Gotta love it, to be fair. And and I think, you know, Richie Wellens getting sent off, I think just makes me love him even more, to be totally honest. Passion. It's passion. 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 (laughs) You know, I think what he should do is he should get a clause in his contract to say that he's, you know, at least going to have two months on the bench or like two months hands or two months away from home because of his uh his his red card record so i think Mm. maybe orient if you're listening and i know you're listening anyway um you know get get that clause in his contract because you know keep him at all costs we don't want him going anywhere anywhere soon no it's been Mm. great to see and you know if you carry on the way going maybe unlikely playoff push you know it's it's, you think about it right yeah it's a bit of a worry really because i think our squad and no disrespect to them but the squad is barely league one quality at the minute so i I dread to think what would happen if we went up again but i I wouldn't say no i wouldn't say no the money Um, would be incredible for the club yeah exactly and switch as well like like from you know had had your wobble but then right back on the wagon what's that four wins in a row points with leads i'm real to be fair um i was at the game on saturday so it was the first kind of outing i've had pretty much since it since uh, my my family knows and brought my dad along Mm. so that was nice and i sat with him and it was nice just to have that time with him but also just a really good game of football um Mm. was a a bit of a sucker punch at the end of the first half when they equalised, but I think in the second half they, you know, pretty much asserted their dominance, and I think it was a really, really good performance overall. Uh, yeah, four straight wins. I'd say a wobble is sort of a wobble for uh, for somehow Ipswich's standards this season because they didn't really lose any games. They drew. Yeah, a I was going to say wobble lost... just meant not winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> not winning. But four straight wins, seventy-two points after thirty-three or thirty-four games, which is yeah. a joke for a... astonishing. And and because my favourite team. Millwall beat Southampton <laughs> away at the uh, weekend. That means now between third and fourth, there's a five-point gap now formed. Mm. So same points as Leeds. They've got you know, amazing gun di- goal difference. They've definitely yeah. been what Joe predicted at the start of the season, mm. the gunslingers. But um, yeah, an incredible um, 
an incredible few games. So it's uh, it's definitely good to be an Ipswich fan right now, and it's we're living in a bit of dreamland. But you know, the fact that there's not really been massive any tail off, you know, Ipswich fans' expectations going higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Um. So I'm still trying to keep my firm feet firmly on the ground, but we'll have to see <laughs> how that goes. But yeah, no, it's it's a really good time. But we're not here to talk about Lane or in an Ipswich this nope. week. The interview has to take priority. And, you know, we're trying to be more efficient on this pod and we, you know, we want to get straight into it. So let's get straight into it, Joe. Um, here is the interview that me and Joe did with Evans Kwasi, Canvey Arden striker, and Alex Teniola, hashtag United attacker, striker, whatever you want to say. But we'll go straight into it. We'll see you in a bit. Well, hello. Welcome back to the EFL Sesh podcast. And uh, yeah, can't believe we're saying this, but we don't just have one guest uh, today on our podcast. We have a uh, double bubble on, on our pod today. So we're very much uh, excited to be joined by uh, Canvey Island's own Ev Evans Kowasi and uh, Hashtag United's own Alex Taniola. How are you, boys? Good, man. All good, all good. Oh, good. Pleasure, pleasure to be there. Oh, no, honestly. Well, it's I'm going to pay £466 for my car today. Oh, what? no, that's, oh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not the one. That I've had better Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully this interview can uh, can provide a little bit of light to to that big outlay you've had to do today, Alex. So, <laughs> um, to, to, to get started, we're going to do a little kind of stats or stories about Evans and uh, Alex, and then we'll get into some interview questions. So, Evans, you've had a obviously storied career in non-league. You've played for teams like Chelmsford, Wildstone, Concord, and now obviously you play for Canvey Island. And I think you've been playing for at least like the last three or four seasons with them. So that's uh, mm -hmm. that's been great. Um, one thing that I did watch actually uh, recently on your YouTube channel is uh, the 24 goals that you bagged last season in the uh, in wow. the season. So that was some some great strikes here and there. So no, thank you, Evans, for joining. And Alex, you know you've had again a storied career in non-league, play for teams like Dulwich Hamlet, Chelmsford, Averley. We had Averley's manager on a few weeks ago, uh, Danny Scopes. He's a he's a top lad. And obviously you play for now one of the most socially followed teams in the world in Hashtag United. And we had Jay on a couple of weeks ago, again, who highly recommended you to join us. So thank you for that. And obviously you've got quite a high social media following yourself. You've got over 12,500 media, media, social media followers. And, uh, you know, you've obviously you're renowned for your Teniola time kind of gimmick or not gimmick or like <laughs> uh, nickname, which is great. So, uh, yeah. no, again, thank you both for thank you very much for joining as well. No worries, man. No worries. My pleasure. Good. Good. Nice. Joe, do you want to go through with the first question, my friend? I can do. Yeah, I've I've I we said it wasn't scripted and then we're straight into the script. But um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm told I have to ask Evans, obviously you've been you've been recently obviously injured off the pitch. When when are you back? When are you back bagging for uh, Canvey Island? Uh, we're not allowed to know. It, rough time. No, no it's, it, it's a tough one because uh, with this injury, it's quite a, a major injury, to be honest. I was told that I need an operation, but. I've said to myself, I'm going to work hard and try and get myself through it. Um, so at the moment, I don't have a date, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but I'm working hard towards it. So, okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, fingers yeah. crossed yeah. that it's smooth. I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't be able to tell you whether. I, so yeah. I can't help. I can't help. Just sort of all I can, all thoughts I can and prayers. Say, yeah. All I can say is it's getting better. It's getting Good. better. We're getting, we're getting You're working somewhere. hard. You're working hard, man. Yeah, working hard in the gym with the physios. So, yeah. 
No, that's really good to hear. And I'm sure that'll be music to Canvey Island uh, supporters ears, my friends. So that's awesome. Um, I've obviously touched upon a lot of your kind of footballing careers, both of you, but I suppose it's good to come from the horse's mouth about, you know, your actual careers and kind of what you've achieved in football. So I suppose it doesn't matter who goes first. So in about five minutes or so, can you talk about kind of like your football career so far and what you've achieved? Um, do you want to go first, Alex, or should I go first? No, you can go first, bro. <laughs> well, I'll go first. Um, so, are we starting from the very, very beginning? Completely up to you, my friend. I'll, I'll let like, you dictate. I'll let you dictate. Yeah, hi. Mm. So, um, I'd say I wasn't born in this country. So, I'm from Ivory Coast. I was born in Ivory Coast. So, I came over when I was like nine years old. Um, as soon as I came, I joined like a Sunday league side. Uh, they were called Pima 2000. Uh, I, I stayed there for about three years. I got picked up by Leighton Orient, played there in, in a school of excellence for about four years, got released, wanted to quit football. But obviously some of my mates like just told me, uh, just joined just join this uh, college called Barkinabi, like after school. So I've joined that college now, went there, ended up getting a contract at Peterborough. Um, was there for a year, got offered a pro, took the pro, then I got released at the end of it. It's the harsh reality of football. Um, got released. After that, I just went into non-league. But at the time, non-league was very, very different. It, it wasn't like now. Uh, I was competing against six-foot six foot players and the, the, the game was very physical. Um, you see, when the bark, I mean, the Barcelona era happened, that's that's when it all changed for me, because players like me that are a bit more technical and good on the ball or whatever was more was given more of an opportunity. So I was given more of an opportunity maybe about seven years ago. Um, so from from like nineteen to about I don't know twenty seven, which is a long time by the way, uh, I weren't really getting a look in. I was like in and out. Um, I weren't really playing. I was like on the bench, coming on, doing a bit. Like I don't even think I scored like ten goals, like mm. uh, ten goals in one season at the time. But um, I met someone, uh, Gordon Boateng. He was my manager at Bishop Stalford, and he he was a great person. Like God bless his soul, he passed away now. But he he gave me the confidence. He he told me like. Like straight, he just said, "I'm the like you're the best player I've ever seen. Like play, um, like I feel like you could do a lot with yourself." And that gave me the confidence, and he gave me the confidence to do things on the pitch. Like before, I was very like robotic. They was telling like managers would tell me, "Just run down the line, and um, just just run down the line, cross it in. Don't don't go for the goal. Try and make a goal for someone else." And like I didn't get no. Uh, how can I say? I didn't get no like express yourself, Evans. Like express yourself. So um, eventually, obviously, he gave me that chance. Funny enough, we got relegated in, in, in that season from Brentford South, and I, I followed him. I went to Northwood, and that's that's the first time I ever scored ten goals in a season. Like he gave me the, the the courage to do that. So and after that, that's when I started picking up. So I went Haybridge, 
uh, start scoring goals. That's when I went and met um, Teniola. Mm. Um, obviously, um, just before he come, we won the playoffs at Haybridge. And I scored a few goals there as well. And uh, I scored in the final, which is a good ex- um, experience for me. Uh, scored in the final, we won it. After that, I met Teniola. And it, that's the best I've ever seen him <laughs> when he met me. <laughs> <playing with DJ. laughs> That's the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, he's, uh, if I remember correctly, he scored like twenty-three goals. I scored ten, another ten or something like that. And like that season was great because we—that was the first time we could actually enjoy ourselves. And like even on social media, we was posting up showing that we're proper enjoying our football. That was the first time I can actually say mm. that I proper enjoyed my football. Like not saying the other times, but but it was different. It was. Because football then was a bit more sheltered. Players can't really show their personalities and and so on. But I think me, Teniola at the time, we showed our personality on screen. We was like always posting our goals, uh, like celebrations, everything. Everyone loved it. So we just carried on, cracked on with it. Um, then we, we we both left. I think that was, was that the COVID year, um, Teniola? Yeah, it was a COVID year, man. Messed up everything. Yeah. yeah, so we left. We left. Um, I think Teniola got a good move. He went Chelmsford um, off that season, and then I went Canvey. That's when I started at Canvey. But as soon as I got to Canvey, I remember I told the physio. I said to the physio, "Listen, my aim to, is to when I come out of this place because now obviously I know myself. Uh, when I come out of this place, I want to be a legend. I want to be like what, a person that people say." Yeah, he was like one of the best players here, or if not the best player. I, you can even vouch like if you ever um, get a chance to speak to that physio, he will let you know that as soon as I stepped in it, that's what I said. Mm. Um, so um, our first season was amazing. Uh, we it was a COVID year, but we got into the second round of the FA Cup. Uh, we played uh, Banbury in in the first round. We beat them and then we got to the second round we got beat by Boromwood but it was massive achievement for us because we've never like well I've never done that never got this far in the FA Cup we played on TV twice like it was a massive achievement um so we've done that and that was a COVID year so so we didn't get to finish the season then the next year we, we won we won the playoffs we got into the playoffs and that's when I scored so much goals. I scored a lot of goals. My my stats was ridiculous. I scored <laughs> like 32 goals, if I remember, 29 assists. Um, and uh, we, we played so well. We've done well. We won the playoffs. That playoff day, Teniola was there as well. That's one of the best days I've had in my, in my footballing career because Crazy. there were so many people there. Like I thought, I thought we just won the Champions League. (laughs) (laughs) There were so many people there. Like it was just amazing, an amazing feeling. And as soon as we won that, we we jumped straight on the plane and we went away. We we had a great holiday, um, which was good. It was like it was meant to be. And uh, the year after, obviously, we got promoted to uh, Raman Prem. Mm And we all, like everyone thought we was gonna get relegated because I remember Teniola, you know as well. You were saying, "Ah, oh, you you not gonna get relegated." I was like, "No," <laughs> I was yeah. telling him, "No, man, I'm not letting that happen. I'm not letting that happen." Yeah. That's what I was saying to him. 
And then, um, yeah, we've done really well. We beat all the top teams. Like, I think the top, top eight, we never lost the game. We beat them home and away. Um, uh, we, we, we even nearly won the league. Like, it was the last two games. And if we won that game against Averley, we would have, we would have like, went to the last game to win the league. But unfortunately, we drew that game and we didn't, we didn't win the league, went to the playoffs and Averley, it was too good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think the manager really set him up, set them up well. Like, I think he's a great manager. He he, he nullified everything, and yeah, we done really well, man. So yeah, that's my career from then until now. To be honest, it's been good. It's been Honestly, good what eight years. what what a story. That's that's incredible, yeah. and uh, it's nice that you obviously you both became friends when you were playing for the same club, and uh, yeah. and, and you built that built that uh built that rapport and build that relationship i also think you know i was speaking we were speaking to jay Devereux, the hashtag united manager and we were t- he was talking about some of the experiences he had in the fa cup and you know it's them experiences that just you know make a football career and if you yeah. did it with people that you loved and you like really respected and trusted in, in your team yeah. their memories last a lifetime so and that's amazing yeah. you got through to the second round and that's just yeah. uh that's something to you know tell the kids tell the grandkids you know that's that's yeah. just an amazing experience and it sounds no, like there's nothing even in my house i've got like uh i've got like the shirt with, with the medals and the shirt with like with the pictures of the fa cup like i love it mate, yeah, <laughs> I mate love own it that. own it that's, that's yeah, what i, I would do it. own it with pride take it to your yeah, grave that's I love what it. i would do <laughs> unreal but no it's it's, it's 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 a cool story in the sense that you fell out of love with football but then one manager yeah. when you know one manager really believed in you and gave you that confidence to fall in love with football again and that's they're the stories that you know blow me mm. away i don't know about you joe but it's just great to see mate so that, that's that's an incredible story my friend um yeah. can, I, I, can, I, I, just say, can i just say one more thing i just want yeah. to say like Obviously, I like I just want like, some of the younger boys that I play with and some of the younger boys that I see. Sometimes they're like very disheartened, and mm. um, I just want want them to look at my story and think that from from the beginning, I, I, I it wasn't great for me. Mm. Like, I didn't have a great experience, but I stuck in there. And towards the end, like I'm old now, everyone thinks I'm like a good player, but only near the end of my career. You know what I'm saying. Like, mm. This don't ever, I feel like with the younger generation, don't give up. Like, just keep going. Like don't don't let it uh don't let a little bump in the road just dishearten you. Just keep going. And you you you'll get there. You'll just do what you gotta do. Hundred percent. Resilience is such a it is it's it's something that's not ingrained in everybody, but if you have a good natural level of resilience and can take no's and take, you know, disappointments, but take them as learning experiences and actually, you know, all you need is one person to give you that chance and, and you know, you're at the races then. So, no, that's a really good message, Evans. I love that. Um, yeah. I suppose, Alex, do you want to try and top that? I think uh, you're, you're <laughs> in a bad position there. I could try, boy, but I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. These last couple of years have been all right for him, to be fair, but, you know... <laughs> Um, yeah, that's eight, pretty eight cool. Years, so, um, I'm Alex Teniola, as you guys know, Teniola time, as people call me. Um, obviously, the Teniola time name, brand, obviously, I've had it for quite a long time. And obviously, social media has only just become a big thing now. So you can already imagine the sort of stick I've got back then. So obviously, <laughs> I've been playing football about 10 years now. Um, 
well, non-league. I've been in, in non-league about 10 years now. So uh, my career kind of started, I would say, Bowers and Pitsy. All my friends who live in Hackney, we used to all get in one car, like six of us in a car, drive all the way up to Bowers and Pitsy. It's, it's crazy because it's like a full circle moment. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually playing my games there now. But that's kind of where I first started, in a way. So obviously played a few matches for Bowers. Um, then we used to train a lot in Hackney, all my friends. Um, and um, so, yeah, I, I started a little bit later in my career, I would say. I started a little bit late. Um, and I wasn't a striker at first. I was a centre midfielder as well, like growing up in school. <laughs> I was a centre midfielder. That, that's something probably, probably <laughs> that's a joke. And, and now I don't know how I ever played centre mid, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, we had like a Tottenham Development Academy. I'm trying to go back before before Bowers and Pitsy. So we had like a Tottenham Development Academy, we went to St. Lucia together, we raised some money, went to St. Lucia. Um, and um, that was a good experience, played football out there, which was good. Um, and then when we came back, we kind of merged with Tilbury's youth team and created like a FA Youth Cup, FAF, no, like a FA Youth Cup team. So they merged the Tottenham Development Academy, trying to like get us used to like non-league football a little bit, which was good. And then um, we played against, I think it was AFC Wimbledon. And I think if we had beat them, the next game would have been like Liverpool or something. It was mad. Yeah. But um, obviously we didn't we didn't win that game. They won. But I remember that game, like no one was winning headers apart from me on my team. Because that's always been one of my traits. Like I'm always good, I've always been good in the air. But no one else was like that big to win headers. And obviously they, these academy boys, AFC Wimbledon academy boys, they were like second to none. They were really, really good. So... Um, yeah, cool. That didn't really happen. Obviously, stayed at Tilbury's youth team for a while. Didn't really break into the first team or whatever. Then I went to uni. I went to uni for a bit, stopped playing football. Then I found out Kingstonian was in... I went King, Kingston University. Kingstonian was in that area. So I was training at Kingstonian for a while. Um, I think Alan Dowson was the manager then with Martin Tyler. And I remember I trained, I'm only saying this because I remember hearing his voice and I was like, bro, I know this guy's voice. Like, he's <laughs> this guy. I got a bit closer to him and I'm hearing him tell stories about football and how he used to commentate on games. I'm like, oh, bro, Martin Tyler, crazy. So Alan Dowson, Martin Tyler, da -da -da. I was there training, but I wasn't in a team or nothing. I just trained or whatever. Finished university, wasn't really going to play football anymore. My boy told me, no, nah, you got to go back. So this is about, what, 20, 21? Well, all right, cool, give it a go. So back to all six of us getting in one car, driving all the way up to Bowers every once in a while to play the uh, matches for Bowers and Pitsy. This is when they were in Essex Senior. Mm -hmm. So obviously, even they've come a long way as well. So, um, and the pitch was grass back then as well. Wow. Grass, yeah. So um, there's a guy called Michael Bakari that used to train us, train us back in Hackney and he was a pro I think back then he was playing for Macclesfield when they were a pro team mm -hmm. football changed so much this man mm -hmm. when Macclesfield were a pro team yeah yeah so um, he's played for Macclesfield he played for a few teams and um, he was at Tunbridge Angels that's when I was at Bowers so I scored I think 12 goals I was on yeah I was on 12 goals at that point in Essex Senior so Michael calls me one day and he goes oh Alex do you want to come to my team I think they need another striker and bear in mind he was a striker as well and two he was like a pro. So I'm thinking, whatever team you're telling me to come to is definitely high. There's no way I can, like, I could do this or I could come, like. And he's like, no, you got to come, man. No, I reckon you could do it, like, da-da-da-da-da. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, like, I'll come. 
So I always remember the trips we used to take up to Tunbridge, like deep Kent, and he'd just be telling me what to do when I get there. Like, yeah, make sure when you when you when you meet the manager, you shake his hand, stand up straight. Da 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 da. -da like when you're on the pitch, have a presence. Make sure you're talking. Da -da. All the way up there, he'd always say stuff like that to me. So got there, and this is like Tunbridge Angels were in the Conference South, so it's like what four leagues higher back then from Essex Senior. So you got Essex Senior, Ramen North, Ramen Prem. And then conference, yeah, so four leagues higher. Um, and yeah, went there for a while, was training with the team and then uh, played a reserve game, which was good. The reserve manager was good as well. Um, played well. Reserve manager gave the first team manager a good um, report of me. And then, yeah, um, the manager, Tom Tommy Warrilow, he always used to name the team on a Thursday before the Saturday. So he's going through, going through, going through after training, and he goes a uh, big, big owl because it was a uh, the assistant manager's name was Alex as well. So he goes big owl, calls me big owl. You're in the squad for Saturday. So I'm like, oh my god, my heart is beating. I'm like, this is mad. I'm in the squad for Saturday. This is crazy. So cool. Um, on the way to the game with Michael again, I'm warming up on the side, and back then Conference South, you had a lot of players that had dropped from like Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, like, mm. like it was always like big players that are like coming towards the end of their career basically or they'd been in the academy and didn't quite make first team so they just dropped down to conference half so it was very very competitive back then and like Evans said very very physical but I was big I wasn't small like Evans you know Evans is a small guy yeah I wasn't really small <laughs> I, was, I was big so I was, I was alright I was alright on that front but bearing in mind I'd never played in front of fans before as well so I think there was about at least 600 fans there um, I'm warming up on the side and these fans are used to players that they can Google but I could hear people saying oh who's that who's that who's that while I'm warming up on the side bearing in mind all of this is new to me as mm. well so we're having meetings we had a meeting before um, we had a meeting before the game as well like we're going through tactics and stuff like that I'm like this is this is crazy like this didn't make no sense I'm seeing fans I'm like this is mad as well this is all mad to me <laughs> so it's my debut and I remember um, I'm on the side, the physios brought sweets on the bench. I'm like, there's sweets on the bench. This is sick. I'm eating the sweets. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in and just enjoying myself. Not even thinking I'm going to come on. Then the manager goes, oh, AT, you're coming on. Like, warm up. And I'm, I'm down bare sweets now because I did not expect to come on. So I remember the, um, I think his name's Simon. Um, he was like the third coach. And he's whispered to me, he said, Alex, if you come on, and score, you'll be a legend at this club for a very long time. I'm thinking, whatever, man, shut up, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I ain't coming up to score. I ain't coming up to score no goal, man. Obviously, I've come on now. I've come on, and if you watch the video, there's a video on YouTube where it's uh, Tunbridge Angels versus Western Superman. So this, at this point, Tunbridge were like near relegation. Three mm. points would bring them out of relegation. Nil-nil. I've come on, I think, 80th minute or 70th minute, and you hear the person say, oh, Tom Collins coming off for Alex Teniola and someone sitting right next to the camera you hear them go who? <laughs> like you hear them loud so cool like I've come on the pitch balls bounce to me I can see a defender charging at me I've like hit it to the left with my left foot it's gone to Nathan Pinney another striker he's ran down the wing I've ran into the box ran into the box he's crossed it and I've headed it it's bounced off the floor and gone top top bins oh my I'm going absolutely ecstatic this is like my debut in the conference, mm. I've never played the level before and I've scored on my debut. 
and I'm going, I'm going mad. I'm going mad. I've like come off, like games done, games finished one new. Everyone's getting mad in the changing yeah. room. Manager comes to me, goes, "Oh, mate, like this is all because of you. Like we ain't won a game in ages." Da, 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 da. I've gone on Sky Sports back then. I see my name oh, on Sky man. Sports. I'm like, "This is mad." Alex Tendiola one nil. Da, 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 da. I've come out the change room. I'm crying. I'm like, "This is mad." Like, did it make no sense? So that was like, okay, cool. Now I'm here. Like, let me see what this is about, sort of thing. And it kind of gave me the confidence to just push on. Obviously, Tunbridge wasn't really in the best position at that time. So obviously, I continued playing games. I scored a few more goals. I scored against Concord, scored against Bromley, I think it was as well. So I got a lot of good experience out of that. And then um, the team still got relegated. So I went back with the new manager again, uh, scored eight goals. Um, manager named Steve McKim scored eight goals under him and then obviously I got released now this is the first time I'd ever been released in football and I think I'm probably the first player he ever released as well to be honest <laughs> that's his, that was his first job yeah that's a claim to, that's that's a claim to fame I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. the right claim <laughs> yeah, to yeah, fame I think, but, uh... I think I was yeah I think I was the first player he ever released yeah, yeah. so he called me I said yeah obviously I don't feel like the club's going in a different direction <laughs> so yeah like yeah I'm going to have to let you go and I remember just sitting there like, this is mad. This has never happened to me before. What do I even do? Like, who do I speak to? Da, 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 da. But what I didn't understand, what I didn't know then about non-league is that your name kind of circulates a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. But sorry, I missed that something. Going back to Tunbridge is where Teniola time kind of was birthed. The oh, okay. Yeah, so the chairman's son. Every goal I scored was always in the like last 10 minutes of a game. So it was like he, like talking to the chairman's son, Rob Church. I, I used to talk to him before every single game. We'd just be talking to the and he was like, oh, Teniola time, sort of thing. Like you're always scoring, you're always scoring in Teniola time. And then <laughs> ever since then, I've just ran with it. So cool. After Tunbridge, got relegated, went back to Tunbridge again. Um, uh, Steve McKim let me go. And then I went to Concord Rangers as well for a bit. Um, I went to Concord Rangers for a bit under Danny Cowley, who's yeah, yeah. manager. Um, he then sent me on loan. He well, wanted to send me on loan to like East Forrock. Went East Forrock for one game. Had a bust up with Keithy, who's now my assistant manager. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Jack yeah, okay, madness. Nice. Had a bust up with him. That's, that's, a, that's a full circle one. moment you probably don't want to relive. Full circle moment. We <laughs> keep spoke about it as well. Crazy, crazy. That is now like, bro, you think someone is one way when you meet them on the football pitch and then you meet them, you're like, oh, mate, incredible person. So it's mad. But yeah, so went Concord, um, didn't work out there. And I kind of bounced around a bit. I was at Enfield Town. I was at Red Hill. Um, where else? I've, I've played for a few clubs, man. I've played for a lot of clubs. <laughs> so we kind of bounced around, bounced around, bounced around for a bit. And then I kind of fell out of love with football. So I remember mm. I was in America and... Um, like if so this is where I think they just won the playoffs or whatever. I got a phone call from Ryan Handley. So he was like the third coach at Haybridge these times. He's just helping Haybridge out. And he gives me a call in America. He goes, Oh, Alex, like, do you want to come to Haybridge? Cause I was really looking to just sack it in. And I'm thinking, Haybridge, like, all right, cool. He said, Yes, yeah, under um Carl Carl Dugard, the manager, like obviously coach is the legend. I'm like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure, but when I come back, I'll see sort of thing. And they just won the playoffs. And I'm thinking, they've got another striker there already as well. Like, I don't even know, but whatever, in it. But I was ready to sack it in. Cut a long story short, 
went Haybridge, like and you met me. Like it's your whole yeah. life, mate. It was a madness. <laughs> like me and Evans, like got the like, most goals you've ever scored, mate. Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Season. Yeah, the the most. Yeah, it was. So I've kept you on my back, guy, bro. So obviously, the most goals I ever scored in one season, yes, because me and because Evs was a good player and he assisted me. All right, thank you. There you go. You happy now? But I always scored double digits every single year. Like that was that was something I always done. No matter how many times I moved around, I always scored goals. That was my thing. Like I always make sure I score goals. I was a mentality monster. I never let anything get me down. If I move to another club or whatever, I just make sure I do what I need to do, basically. So. Haybridge was thick. Like, Carl Duguid, probably one of the best managers I've ever played for. I'll always say that. Like, he just let me play, um, let me enjoy my football and kind of made the team play to my strengths as well, which is something that I never kind of had before, which was good. And it kind of made me discover myself as well and know that, you know, if I ever go anywhere else, I know what to say to the manager. Look, this is how I play. Or if I speak to my teammates, I know what to ask of them, basically. And I feel like that's very important as well to know your ability inside out and know what you're able to do on the pitch. So I think, yeah, Haybridge was just mad. Like we were just, we were beating teams and laughing about it. Like, like Evan said, like we were, it was like, it was just, it was, it was a madness. Like we were, we were putting up content all the time as well. So pictures, videos, like this guy would ask me, oh, what can I put on? What, what tweet should I put under? Because obviously he wasn't really, you know, he's an old man. So he's not really clued up with the social media stuff. So I'd help him out with that. And stuff. So, like, yeah, that was good. Scored 23 goals. I was top goal scorer. Was I top goal scorer in the league? No, I went top goal scorer in the league. Did I finish top goal scorer in the league? Yes, I did. I finished top goal scorer in the league. Yeah, he was angry. And, I remember that. And, yeah, I was so angry because of COVID. I finished top goal scorer in the league. We were third in the league as well. So, we were definitely in the playoffs. We definitely would have won playoffs as well. Um, Obviously, most goals I ever scored. And that's the first time I'd been at a club for a whole season mm. in my whole that's what, crazy eight years yeah so I moved around a lot there was, there was never a season where I stayed there for the whole season um, so yeah so Haybridge was good like Haybridge was really <laughs> good like I said I met Evs I met a few other people as well I met Evs me and Evs are closer than ever now so obviously I met a good person Haybridge was sick Carl Dugan as well good manager um, and yeah we had fun there and then I got a move to Chelmsford so Robbie Simpson called me up well, I think that was his first job as well. Um, called me up. It was still COVID as well, which was a bit dead because Chelmsford get a lot of fans. Didn't really get to experience that whole, you know, mm. Chelmsford being a big club because the fans weren't allowed in the stadium like that. Um, didn't really work out for me there, I'll be honest. I think I scored one goal that season. Didn't finish the season off there. Contract got ripped up as well um, halfway through because um, I weren't really playing. And then... Um, I wasn't really playing, so I went to play a Sunday league game and then, boom, obviously breached the contract. So, yeah, that got ripped up or whatever. And then, yeah, obviously everyone had to stop playing football for a while anyways. Mm. It was only Conference South that I was playing. And then, um, was that after that? That went to hashtag? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is. No, you, yeah, it is, I isn't it? Yeah, it has to be. Haybridge again. You went to Haybridge oh, again. Oh, so I went back to Haybridge, yes, with yeah. Julian Dix. That's what it was. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went uh, back. By the way, by the way, he's a legend, and I love mm. him to bits. When I had him, we had we we had him, and we won the playoffs. But he was so like, he's such a sound guy, and yeah. he's tactically 
very good as well. He's training yeah. as well. It's so hard. It's like yeah. he was training us like where we play for West Ham, like Premiership yeah, players. Yeah. The, the like, training was, so was hard. Sick. It was hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. His training was really, really good. So I was yeah. there for a bit. Nothing. I was there for a bit, and then um, yeah, I was there for a bit. Then went to Coggeshall. After that, with Carl Duguid again, um, kind of had like just a all right season. I think I can't remember how many goals I scored. And then after that, then came hashtag. So yeah. another one of our friends, um, Eman, he knows Jay quite well. So I think he messaged Jay or something. Said, "Oh yeah, Alex Signola is available." Duh, 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 duh. Jay's obviously told him he's interested. Hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Had a conversation, and then um. Yeah, went down to the training ground, met with... Um, obviously, at this point, I'm thinking, hmm, Keithy, what's he thinking about yeah, me yeah. After, after that moment, like six, seven years ago? But anyways, met up and met with Jay, met with Keithy. Honest, like, just just was just real from the jump. Like, just said, yeah, look, like, always going to give it to you, honest, like, be honest with you. Obviously, know about you. Duh, 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 duh. This is how, this is what we do. This is how we do things. Duh, 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 duh. Um, and I was like, you know what? Obviously, I'm at the stage now. My my career in terms of like content and stuff like that is going really well. This would obviously boost it as well. So I was playing for Bay Tees as well, Sunday League. Mm-hmm. This would obviously help as well. Um, but as well as that, what's your plans? What are you trying to do? And Devs was like, look, I'm trying to win the league or whatever. Um, but playoffs obviously is a minimum, isn't it? Like that's what we're trying to do. So I said, cool. Boom, boom, boom. Obviously, I knew PK already. Yeah. PK humble already. Um, I knew E-Man already as well. Obviously, I knew Jermaine already as well because me and Jermaine were at Coggleshall the year before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, went there, went hashtag, and it was just match made in heaven, man. <laughs> I'll be honest, like, um, yes, yeah, like, we just absolutely, last year was probably up there with one of my best years in football. No, that was my best year. Well, it's well, it's top Cambridge, yeah, yeah. It's had to top Cambridge because well, obviously, like, the we winning run. Months. The yeah, winning that round you went that on, that was sensational, wasn't it? It, 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 it? it was crazy. And it was mad because Dev's never let us... Jay, you guys call him Jay, but Dev's never let us, like... Mm. He never let us actually understand how mad what we were doing was. Because after every game, even if we beat a team 4-0, 3-0, everyone's ready to jump up with excitement. But then mm. Dev's just goes, it's just another three points. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Like, it's like, yeah, we didn't yeah. get to enjoy it. You got, but... It worked, you know, and it was good. It was like, he always kept us humble. Mm. Like, don't ever get gassed about, you know, you guys winning a game. Just keep going, that sort of thing. And it was like, yeah, like credit to him, you know, like it it definitely, definitely worked because we just carried on before you knew it. 21 games, wins, not unbeaten, wins. Yeah, wins, yeah. You know, so it was, yeah, mad, 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 mad season. Best season in football. Once again, obviously, I'm still at Hashtag now. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the longest I've ever been at one club as well. So, it, it, you know, it, it's testament to, obviously, Dukes at Haybridge and definitely Devs as well as a manager, you know. Um, that, you know, non-league, a lot. there's a lot of chopping and changing. Yeah. football, Not a lot of people on contracts and stuff like that. So, you do get moved around a lot. Um, but, yeah. I'm still here, still enjoying it. And no, it's it's been mad. Like last year was mad. Broke a lot of records last year as well. We scored over 100 league goals. Obviously, we had 21 games unbeaten. Um, I scored 150 non-league goals last year as well. As in like, I reached 150 goals. So it was a lot, basically. That I think I'm still not like 
I haven't, still haven't grasped that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, one thing Devs always says is, um, you know, medals rust, but memories live forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, memories live forever. It's so easy, like, nah, easy, man. man. <laughs> and it's facts. It's facts, man. It's facts. It's, it's, it's definitely true. And it's, yeah, 100%, like, some of the biggest memories I'll ever have in football. So, yeah, that's that's my career so far. Last year, I scored 17 goals and I got eight assists. And like I said, reached 100, 150 mm-hmm. goals in non-league. So, yeah. That's and now still at hashtag this year. Obviously, just coming to the Prem, um, just coming to the Ryman Prem, doing all right. Um, but always new. Obviously, we just 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 seeing what the league's about this year. But yeah, it's all good. It's exactly what Dev said actually to mm-hmm. to us and said like you know for us you know we did an amazing thing last season. But for sometimes you can you know with loads of success you can actually get too much success in one go. And it's good to Mm -hmm. consolidate yourself within this league, know what the league's all about. And then, you know, you can give yourself that platform to then crack on and and try and mount some good challenges in the years to come. So exactly what Dev said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mad. So it's good. Yeah. It's it's been interesting, but yeah, like you're like, you guys all see as well. Hashtags are Mm. family club. Everyone's together. Like, you know, everyone pushing in the right direction. Mm. And everyone trying to achieve pretty much, but yeah, it's sick. Yeah, it's a bit like the the club in general is just you know obviously it's still in its infancy, but it just seems yeah. that you know the club's just going from strength to strength in loads of different directions. Like you had mm-hmm. Colchester in the week last week in the yeah. uh, senior cup, which was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Like the fact yeah. you took them to pretty much the limit, which is awesome. And yeah. uh, but but yeah, no, it's it's cool to see that you know hashtags your longest kind of serving club. Yeah, um, and and the journey you've been on, like both of you, I yeah. think it's uh, you know, testament to obviously a lot of change is hard in in going mm-hmm. to different clubs, and you got to embed yourself into the clubs. Mm-hmm. But it's a testament to you guys for how you've adapted. You know, scored goals wherever you've gone, but also, you know, you know, made a lot of friends, made a lot of memories along the way, but also, you know, stuck to the core principles of what brought you to the dance in the first place, which is scoring goals. Exactly. Right? So. No, that's really mm-hmm. cool. That's that's absolutely refreshing to hear. And you know, thank mm-hmm. you for being really open about your journeys because you know, I, I you know, f- for me, I've learned a hell of a lot, and it's fascinating to hear that. Yeah. Joe, any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I I guess I got a good question as well. Actually, like yeah. it's so obvious that you know you're, you're both good friends, and you've got a lot of good friends in the industry as well. So, mm-hmm. w- what is it like competing in sort of the same? division but for different clubs like what happened like how does it feel when Devon's <laughs> Messi, Kawashi and Big Al Ronaldo oh, the it goes like... off you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with this year so obviously when we played in the Ryman 1 I remember the first he played for Kogoshu at the time and that's the first time we've met since playing together and I remember <laughs> it was a home game and obviously we won one nil, but I set up the the goal in the last minute, and I remember <laughs> the whole game. He was just trying to get into my head, saying the left back, the left back, living rent free. Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah in my head, in my head. But I knew, I know, I know me in it. I know. What do you mean me. you know you? Listen, hold on, I'm not finished. Right, sorry, finish. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Take it easy, take it easy. Yeah. Go on. So obviously he's he's he was telling me that it just in my head, like saying the left back's got you, the left back. I said, how is that possible? I've set up the, the winning goal to win the game, yeah? So next, the, the, the away game now, that was at home to him. 
Uh, obviously, he's had he's had a worldie, by the way. Yeah, make sure you put that in there. He's had a worldie of a game, yeah. And I remember at the end of the game, yeah. Obviously, he was so like, if you know Caniola, he's very vocal and like he's a bit, he gets a bit excited sometimes. He loves it. He loves the atmosphere, like. So um, we we lost, and he was just at it, like, and he even got into it with the fans a little bit and that. And I remember I've come up to him, I'll never forget this year. I've come up to him to try and stop him and that, and he's looked at me and he's gone like he don't know me. He's just like, like, like I said, I said, Taniola. And I just left him, walked off or whatever. And then uh, he just came back. He goes, "Yeah, it's part of the game." And he's just like, <laughs> "It's just business, it's just business isn't it? It's yeah. just business. It's business as usual." I had to get in your head and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was upset though because I remember I was even ignoring his phone calls. Like, like yeah, but he can't stop calling me. And he didn't ask my call for like two weeks. Yeah, now. I was ignoring his phone calls. But yeah, it's always fun though because he's hmm. like we actually take it serious when we beat each other. Yeah. Like, I remember the first game I played against him. He didn't want to talk to me. Like he didn't want to shake my hand in the like in the in a in a tunnel or whatever. He didn't mm. want to shake my hands. I was like, rah. I'm very, I'm very competitive. Friends, you know? like, yeah. I'm very competitive, man. I'm very, very competitive. I'm the sort of person that wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm. So it's like that's kind of what gets me going in a game, man. I, it's, I'm more heart than anything. So it, it does get mad, like, and it's like obviously we've played this level for quite a long time now to be fair yeah. so not even just Evs I think even for Evs as well like you we'll you, we'll play against people that we've played against back in the day and stuff so it's like every single game especially I found at this level the most where it's mm-hmm. like a lot of people that I've come up against in all my years it's like I'm seeing them a lot at every single yeah, game yeah. so it always becomes you always have that little personal that little personal thing where it's like nah I gotta get that gotta get that person man let them know that I'm still Teniola you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Still that guy. Yeah. So it's, it's one of for them me, ones. For me, for me, I'm a bit more different. I think like I'm I'm very laid back. I don't really like I take it serious, of course, now, but before I was like very unserious. Like I wasn't taking nothing serious. I used to like say for example, if my team loses, this is before like my little run. Um if my team loses, as long as I think I played well, yeah, I used to be happy. But that was the wrong attitude. And I always tell the young boys now, um, like especially kids that, that are skillful and they want to show a bit of skill or whatever it is, yeah. It's not all about that. If you mm-hmm. if your team loses and you think you've played well, like you ain't done nothing. Yeah. And the person that made me like change my mindset was um Jay Sibber. I don't know if you know of Jay Sibber, legend. Like he's he's, he's a left back. Mm-hmm. And he's he's won a lot of things at different teams. But when I met him, I remember on the journey like to, to, to games and all that, he used to always talk to me and he used to be like, if you had a winning mentality, you you'll be a whole different player. Like you've got mm-hmm. all the ability, but you just don't want to win enough. You don't care about it enough. You just mm-hmm. care about like looking yeah. good and all that stuff. And then that, that clicked one day and all I care about now, it sounds mad. I care about stats, yeah, but the other stuff comes with it. I'll do the other things, like the skills. Obviously, I do, I don't know if you know, I do a thing where I put my knee on a ball and all that when I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I do all these things, but if we're not going to win, I'm like, it's business. I'm not doing mm. all that. Like, business comes first. Does something. Mm. I make sure we win the games where I have to. 
yeah, yeah. That's the most important. And that's why I want to say to like the young boys coming up, like make sure it's not all about the skills. Like just do. You've got to be effective, man. You're there to win games, isn't it? At the end of the day, Mm. have all the skills in the world, but if you ain't winning games, then what's the point? Hundred percent, couldn't agree anymore. And that's a, I think that's kind of a nice way to to finish it. And in terms of the interview, because Mm. I think, uh, no, your your friendship is clear to see, and it's nice to see that you're obviously off the pitch. You're really good friends, but when it's go time, battlefield commences. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. just before we close, um, one question we always like to say to everybody is uh, if there's, because we, we, we're loving all these interview slots we're getting and, and honestly, these conversations are incredible. And, and, you know, again, thank you for your time. But is there anyone that you think we should target or anything we should, anyone we should go for for future interviews moving forward? Is there anyone that you'd recommend that'd be a, that'd be a good guest on our pod? Ooh, that's an interesting question. I'm trying to think who'd be good at this. No, I I I love Jay Silver. He doesn't play now, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, be good. like he's like he's like one of the only Asian guys that I've yeah. ever seen play, and he's done he's won so much. He's done so mm-hmm. much, like so he yeah. can talk about. Obviously, he's he's he where he's come from and yeah, yeah. how high it was for him to that like, to even get into football and be accepted in football. Yeah, yeah. So that's, a, that's a person maybe you should look at. I think hundred percent. I think that a lot of the amazing. young ones. I think that a lot of the young ones will learn a lot from him, like from different races, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Dukes, maybe Carl Dugard is a mm-hmm. good number one. Colchester legend, that you know, navigating from pro football into being a non-league manager. Like, you that know, would be that, great. The highs and lows and stuff. Um, what else would be good? Who else did Dev's mention? Dev mentioned yourself. Dev mentioned uh is it Tom Anderson, I think, um from the team. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and and you and the guy that he had to bust up with, Keefe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Keefe, Keefe would be a good one as well, because obviously he's yeah. played he's played with Rio Ferdinand as well. And Mad. he's good to some free kicks that he doesn't stop talking about. So yeah, he'll definitely be a good one. No, hundred percent. That's great. No, thank you. We'll de- you know we'll definitely try and reach out to them and they say if you can ha- give us any links, that'd be absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just want to obviously shout out before we close out, um, Alex. I know that you've been doing a lot of media work recently. Just want to say yes. massive, uh, massive well done. I saw one of the links or clips that you did with uh, Rico Lewis from Man City. That was a uh, yeah. that was an incredible uh, incredible thing that you're doing. So. You know yeah. that that's incredible. We'll we'll tag all your like media stuff in 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 our in our podcast and stuff. But that seems like a real cool avenue you want to take uh, down the yeah. line. Yeah, it's been going quite well. Like um, I've recently I just went full time last year in May, so mm-hmm. I've been doing content creating for about seven seven years now, seven eight mm-hmm. years now. And obviously, like along the way, signing with like Baytees and now hashtag obviously has helped. Hundred percent, a lot more. So I've been working with Sports Direct for quite a while. So like in the last four months, I've worked with like Ian Wright, uh, Rico Lewis, like you saw, Alicia Russo, Gabriel Jesus, just to name a few. So yeah, it's been it's been going really really well, and it's like it's a journey. Obviously, scary at the same time, but um, nah, man, I'm ready for the ride. So it's it's really good, man. It's really really good. Amazing. That's awesome Mm -hmm. to say. Awesome to hear. 
Mm. Okay, well, we'll wrap up the interview there. Um, Evans and Alex, honestly, like, thank you so much for the time. No worries, man. It's been an absolute pleasure meeting you guys. <laughs> Listening. And even there's, a, even there's an alarm in the background. That's good time. That's the signal, that's the signal to end wow. the interview there. So, honestly, um, again, thank you so much. Uh, no we really appreciate your time. And, no you know, worries. you've been absolutely brilliant. So, have a good rest of your day, guys. And it's uh, awesome. What an interview. Oh, best yet? Maybe, maybe, but but through no work of Andy or mine. That was a <laughs> spotlight on the guest there. That was unbelievable. Uh, yeah, um, probably the easiest interview I've ever, I've ever done, to be totally honest. It was uh, <laughs> certainly was the Evans and Alex show. Um, mm. I'll just change our podcast name immediately for that. Um, <laughs> unreal. Um, honestly, thank you so much to the guys for taking the time. It was... Uh, it was honestly a pleasure hearing their journeys and hearing how, you know, they had lots of pushback, had loads of like, you know, obstacles in their way over their careers and see how they've just, you know, got into, you know, two really good teams and, you know, are thriving. Um, and just to hear just, just how passionate they are about, you know, what they do and just how engaging they are. I think, you know, the listeners are going to absolutely lap it up, mate. So I'm, uh, I'm over the moon with that interview, Joe. Yeah, agreed. And to boot, two of the nicest fellas you'll ever meet yeah. as well. Like 100%. absolute stars. So yeah, big big ticks all round. Handshake, firm handshakes all round for that one. Um right. Well, I think we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll we'll leave you all to your your evenings, mornings, afternoons, wherever it may be. Um don't forget to follow us on social media, whether it be X, formerly known as Twitter at the FL Sesh Pod or uh, or Instagram. The same name, I believe. Well, that's what I've been saying, Andy, for a long time now. So you're I, correct. I, I, no, I, you are good, correct. good. Yeah. Who'd have thought putting the title of the uh, pod as our, our handle was, was a sensible idea? Um, yeah, share it around. Get your five-star reviews out for the lads. Um, send it around your family, friends. Obviously, as before, don't send it to your pets, but they are. They can feel free to listen. They show up mm. same as anyone else in the, uh, in the old listeners' uh well, it's not a li- line. Is it a line chart? Glide path. I'm going with glide, yeah, glide path. path. That's the word. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm going off track again. I'm going. I'm going off. See, they always start. These outros always start perfectly. Also, I've just been distracted. That was a really good snake hand. Yeah. To go. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. If only you guys were seeing what I'm now describing. Um. Yeah, they always start very on point and they very quickly devolve. But I'm. I'm locking myself back away. I'm calling it a day. Thanks so much to um, Teniola and, and Evans for such a quality interview. Thanks very much to Andy for being such a smashing co-host and all-round great guy. And um, thanks very much to all of you for listening. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>